we're online. <laughs> yes, we're online. Um, what was it today? Today it's um. And sorry, is this is it going to be in the episode or are we just still? I suppose so. Okay, okay. So um, we decided. So today we, we did a, a new thing that we haven't we haven't done before. Uh, although you 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 do not know because you always listen to the podcast whenever you want to. But normally, me and Matteo we record like uh, late afternoon, evening, and when we're both uh, tired coming from long days of work. So today, this morning, we decided to have a morning recording session since we were both free in the morning. And, and we thought, you know, that uh, the episode would be, would be filled with the energy, uh, the early morning. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, it isn't. <laughs> we found out that we're not like super morning person. It is also like 11 a.m. right now, so I wouldn't mm. describe this as early morning. We, and, and this says a lot, I think, I'm afraid. All right, well, I had a problem with my alarm, okay? Uh, it didn't it, it didn't go off. And uh, and also, yesterday night I was playing Twilight Imperium until very late. And so, yeah. You, you, so, really, what? you really should. I, I, I don't think that you should stop actually playing Twilight Imperium, but that's... Not exactly a great advertisement for our show, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. We can we, we can redo the, 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 the beginning of this episode, you know? Yeah, maybe so. Hi everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Paya Project, the unofficial podcast hey, about the board game Gaia Project. I am Matteo El Temblo, with and me. I am Simone. Hi all, and today, so we're going to uh, discuss a new faction. Well, not exactly a new one, but uh, one for which we haven't done a guide yet. Which is Hachala's everyone favorite chickens. Exactly. So I would just like to point out that I'm also playing Gaia Project. I'm not just playing Twilight Imperium. I've been playing Gaia Project live. So, you know, with, with the physical components of the game. Well, when was that? Last week? After a very long time, uh, I, I finally went back to, to playing Gaia Project online. And, and I would encourage everyone to do so again, because, um, I mean, online playing is super cool. You, you meet a lot of very uh, nice people and very strong players online. But if you get the chance, you have a, if you have a group of friends, you know, it's always nice to go back to the all very squared uh, uh, buildings uh, and, um, and all the wonderful components of this game. I recently discovered that uh, there are uh, some people probably more than some that actually have never played the game the physical game you know but well, they play Gaia project but since yeah. it was uh since it was put on both board game arena and uh, on the of course on the official app by digitized on steam yep. lots of people have started playing Gaia project and this is perfectly fine of course but they have never played the physical version of the game and so I read the um, 
it was it was a post I think on Board Game Geek by a player who said, "Okay, I recently tried the physical game of, of Gaia Project, and I am so grateful to the digital version because there is a lot of fiddling, a lot of uh, stuff that you have to remember, things that yeah. you forget, and that put a smile on my face because." You know, we have been playing years that way. So, guys, it really has never been so easy to play Gaia Project as it is now. No, to to me, uh, you know, I was about to say, I was about to say to me that is astonishing because Gaia Project is such a complicated game that I always wondered how people who have never, you know, had the, the physical copy, the physical components of the game in their hands, I always wondered how can you get into the mechanics of such a complex game just just in the in the you know digital version of the game but then again i'm very old i come from uh so when i was young you know so when i was young things were like you know made of stuff of matter we used to play with cardboard and plastics and not exactly exactly and and when i was young so cars were pulled around by horses. Actually, horses were behind the cars and, and horses were pushing the cars around. And that's the way I like it. 100% confirm, you know. Uh, dear listeners, if you have never been to Italy, you should know that here we have always put horses behind carriages exactly. and cars after that. And cars. And cars, yeah, exactly. Until the 60s, there were horses all around. I mean, full we horses. used uh, horses to push cars. That, that's a fact. Check it out on Wikipedia. You will... You will find. The thing is that uh, the two experiences are somehow different. Okay, online you can find very high-level players. Too high, actually, lately. Please don't play so good. That That's that's humiliating. Still, the aesthetics of the physical copy of your board game is not uh, cannot be beaten. Even no. if stuff like, stuff like the power cycle is very impractical compared to the digital version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. You have to move, physically move around a lot of tiny pieces that tend to, you know, to, to sleep and they, 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 they fall to the ground, they, they roll, they go everywhere. Uh, but still, it's very, very nice. Right. Oh, speaking about uh, physical versions of the game, mm-hmm. I, have, I have recently fulfilled one of my uh, lesser life goals. And uh, I made, yeah, I made the Pyagrogic t-shirts. Uh, I'm not wearing one. Oh, yeah. Moment. You you could have said you could have said you are wearing one at the moment. I mean, nobody's gonna see this anyway. So no, I just know, but, but that, that wouldn't sound uh, you know that wouldn't sound true. So no, no, no. At the moment, I am not. But um, like, I think it was like two days ago, stuff like that. I had one. I I actually went around town with a Pyagrojek T-shirt, and I was a extremely proud about that. Yeah, I think we all are. I think we all are. Of course, you can find the the link in the description of the I put them on on a store on Tostadora. Um I'm afraid that the that this shop is not practical for shipping mm-hmm. the US. Uh, so please tell me um please write at piagroject@gmail.com if you encounter like problems and I will fix them. I, I will arrange with something else. The design is an original one by the way. I made the design. Yeah, they're really nice. But the um, the drawing was made by my stepdaughter, who mm-hmm, is, uh, mm-hmm. is an illustrator, and so I'm very proud of it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's very I, good. I was very happy with the final product. You know, both the um, the T-shirt itself uh, and the design came out very very well. So uh, I like that, uh, and especially they will always always remind you not to play Baltax, which is very important. yes. So I think can... I think everybody everybody needs needs you know a token reminding them of 
mm-hmm. what a bad idea is to play Balta okay. pretty much in every settings. In this very moment, I am playing a game, an online game, or turn-based one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I decided to join um, a game with random factions, like no auction, no rotating. No, maybe there was rotating, but anyway, it was like random, random faction. That's it. Take it. Go <laughs> out of my office. Uh, whatever you get. So, um, Chris, with Chris, Chris played, entered the game, and mm-hmm. he was given Taclons. Taclons are good. Uh, another player, Salt, was given Itars by the game. Oh, Itars are not bad either. No, what were you? It, it was Slayer, sorry. The, in, instead, the person who opened the game, Salt, got Firax. Uh, I mean, they, the, that wasn't bad. It's Sectors and Gaia, but I yeah, was, maybe not a great game for Firax, but what, what were you given, Matteo? I was given Baltax, of course. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> I, knew, I knew where this was, was going. <laughs> of course. And uh, there's the three points per Gaia below the navigation track. The gods have a sense of humor. <laughs> sure, they do. In round four, I said, okay, let's do it. I opened the Planetary Institute and uh, I... Yeah. <laughs> This is getting better and better. Yeah. <laughs> Baltax Open PI. Yes. It, it, was, it was a large building round, you know. And uh, and I said, okay, since we are here, let's do this. I got the, the tile, the three points per guy. Uh-huh. Went up the navigation track. And then the exact next move by, yeah. by the other players was to take two Gaias next to my plan. Like two, <laughs> two of them. Like <laughs> exactly two. And uh, that was also the round, if I'm not mistaken, where also Firax as well as Itars started Gaia forming. It's it's being like a complete mess, uh, like one of the worst games I ever played. That's <laughs> great. That, that's just our um, friendly reminder. Uh, so mo- monthly, which is now a monthly friendly reminder. Uh, before we used to do this every two weeks. Now we're we're just doing this once a month. So we are here to remind you not to play Baltax. Uh, and, and if you need, you know, uh, another more reminders, then just, you know, go and get one of the t-shirts so you will be forever reminded. <laughs> you can use it, you can use it like a pyjama, you know, so every every night you go to sleep and you think, oh, yes, <laughs> that, that's what I have to remember tomorrow in the morning. That's basically all we have for you. We, yeah. we, we have done like 40 hours of materials about uh-huh. the but in the end that's all we have for you don't play Baltax if you can avoid them the, boy they are <laughs> terrible I really well, don't yes but let's, maybe yeah well, but well, let's, well, let's dive in let's dive in in in, in, uh, in the in today's guide in today's episode I am sure that Baltax you know will they, they will uh, um, pop up again in this episode. Before the episode is over, I'm sure that we will have some chances to talk about, to, to speak ill about Baltics again. But, um, so, today, chickens, um, grilled chicken, roasted chicken. No, Matteo, before chickens, do we have some errata about uh, last month episode, the Terran Guide? I am, I'm a bit puzzled, you know, because they said, all we got, sorry, was like, uh-huh. it's great to have you back. Uh, Molfo and Matteo. Uh-huh. Molfo and El Templo are the best. I'm not making this up. And stuff like this. So I wonder if people have actually listened to the episode. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, well, it's okay. I, You're great, guys. We love you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to both uh, Anglier and Alfin for for the you know yeah the support and the support. Uh, no, but they basically didn't tell us much. But I suppose that's because uh, it was quite uh I don't know what you expect from a Terrence guide. I think. Yeah, I mean it's a Terrence guide. What do you want? Uh, you know, go go Gaia, go go take those trans teams and like sure. win win the game. Probably I don't know. As long as uh, you're the only one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking about winning the game, today mm -hmm. we had Shalas. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> <of her. laughs> speaking, speaking about winning the game. Okay, you know this thing, like you know, win the games. You know how we told you like to go win the game. You playing Terra, win the games. Okay, so today we're dealing with. Uh, different do, faction, different type of faction. Do your best. <laughs> do your, do best. your best. Do your best. Okay, so <laughs> you picked the Shalas. Good for you. Good, Good for, for you. you. They're nice. This is the, I think, the last guide of factions which actually are not there to win the game, I think. Because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're just missing both Browns and eh, that's quite easier. That's easier. Yes. Uh, Itars. We're uh, missing guitars, and we're missing I the did. other side of the of the red board. I mean, so oh, uh, so yes, our, um, our last chance to do actually something useful for anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, That's so the Terrence guide, the Terrence guide was a, was a taste of what the next, you know, four guides will 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 be like. We'll we'll just be you know very relaxed, very you know re recording the episode with a cocktail in our hands and like yeah you know just just go to you know just do your thing and you'll be fine. It was easy. <laughs> it was actually exactly. <laughs> so this is oh okay okay this is the the last rough guide then I can relax okay okay I'm ready. Let's do shall, this. I, shall I start with the with the faction board then? Yes, yes. Let's go for the components. Okay, Hatshalas. Um, our board is the um, one of the red ones, as we already said. Uh, as usual, we will start with the artwork. I really dig into Hatshalas. They are... Okay, I think, you know this thing that Matteo does every episode, that we need to look at, we need to intensely stare at the, art, at the artwork. I think in the case of Hatshalas, so you really should take a moment. So... Get up, get up right now, go get your physical copy of Pike Roger and stare intensely at the at the picture of, of Hachalas because if anybody has ever said that the, the artworks in Guy Project are not good, well, think again. Here comes Hachalas. Uh, actually, actually, Hachalas are incredible, right? Because it, you, you can nickname them chickens or whatever because they're basically bird people. They are humanoid birds. Birds don't have, uh, but they have, bo have both wings and arms. So eh, they're not exactly, they're avian, but not exactly bird people. The artwork is uh, nothing short of amazing. And the artwork is incredible. Look at the neck. It's, that's not a neck. That's like a, that's like um, the neck of the, of the suit, of the jacket, of the jacket that this uh, Hadshala is wearing. And it's striped. It's cream and red, and I am hypnotized by this artwork. I, I really love Shala. So, so they're chicken people, and they are covered in not only they're chicken people, uh, they're covered in gold. 
they have well i don't have the names for the things in english that this bird person is wearing uh but they have gold all over so they have bracelets they have like uh, uh, something of a necklace i don't know they have something on their face it's all made of gold it's beautiful so the main thing of this faction is that well they're chickens and they have a lot of gold they're rich okay Sort of a tiara in, on their head. Uh-huh. Oh, tiara, yeah. That's, it's that's, like... I, I thought it was a name for a dog, tiara. That's a, that's a word. Bravo, Matteo. It's a, you're welcome. But, but they, no, that's not really a necklace. Anyway, they're rich. Hadshalas are rich. Yeah. And this is the... Um, they have small vestigial wings. This is the, uh, the theme of the faction. So, <clears throat> it's a Euro game. Let's get serious and... Yes. Cerebral. So... Let's look at other details of the board. Our initial situation with resources is uh, is the usual one, 15 credits, uh, 3 knowledge, and 4 ore, which uh, are all going to be better because of our income phase. The power cycle as well is nothing special. 2 power in ball 1 and 4 in ball 2, so the usual beginning situation. Uh, we also start with one QIC and economy one. No other faction starts at economy one, right? Exactly, exactly. We're the only uh, we're the only faction that get this this advantage on the on the economy track. Yes, which means if you, if you just you know just you, you know you started listening to this guy now you never pro- played Gaia Project before. So what's Gaia Project? So starting at the first step of the economy track means that you will get at, at the beginning of the very first. Uh, round, you will get two extra credits and you will charge one power. Okay, so this is what the first step of the economy track gives you. And you have that at the very start of the game. Our academies are the usual ones. Uh, The labs uh, are nothing special. The mines are as usual. The trading stations are the usual trading station, but on their but, left, but look at their left. Uh, we have an additional income of three credits. So we will exactly. start the game with our 15 credits plus two for our economy one plus three for our special income. This is our second faction ability. And so we start the game with 20 credits minimum. We are rich. We are rich. Yes. Let's finish to cover the components. Uh, then... No, that's it. I mean, ah, no, no, no. The, sorry, no, no, there is one section. <laughs> There's the last faction. The last faction <clears throat> component is the Planetary Institute. Our Planetary Institute, as usual, gives us one power and charges four uh, each round. But then it unlocks our special special ability, which basically allows us to convert credits into other resources. So once we open our PI, we can convert four credits into one QIC, three credits into one OR, or four credits into one knowledge. And this is a huge trap, I think. Yes, it's basically the same conversions that you have for your power when when it reaches the, the, the third ball, the power cycle. Sure. Uh, but instead of spending power, you can you can do you can make these conversions. And as we already as we just said, uh, this faction tends to have like a little more Credits than average if compared to other factions. So we will get we will get into these. Uh, is this a good ability? Uh, Matteo thinks it isn't. In case in case you haven't. No, you haven't. no. I mean, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I mean, it's not okay. Better to have it than not, of course. The yep. problem is that it's um, 
it is easy to overdo it. It is easy mm-hmm. to write too much on it, especially at the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It, it gives versatility, but it really doesn't... Uh, y- y- the moment you think about it, you realize that it really doesn't give you anything more. Okay? It's not an income. It's not... Uh, it just it's just an additional conversion. It, of course, uh, of course, it's it's another possibility. It's one more possibility that you have. Uh, I will. I would not rush for it, especially because because we have uh, anyway a credit cap income. Uh, after thirty credits, you cannot gain any more. Okay, thirty are a lot. I don't know. It's a. I'm. It's not the Nebula's PI. Okay, it's it's a bit worse. Yeah. Okay. That that is for sure. That is for sure. But okay, so so there is something to be said about the chalas that I, that I want to say, you know, before we start um, this this guide, before we, we get into to the details of it. So hachalas, I I think the closest thing that you get in Gaia project to your average uh, vanilla faction. So hachalas are the vanilla faction for excellence in in Gaia project. When we started this podcast, the first two episodes we, we, we recorded in this podcast were about, you know, a tier list of all the factions. That was intended how, you know, something of a joke. But I have to say, I still pretty much stand by the things that we said in this in these first two episodes. So Baltex continue to be a terrible faction. Here they are. Here they come, Baltex. And, um, and Taklon and Ivitz com- continue to be very good factions. The point with Gaia Project is that if you if you think of all the factions, uh, there's a lot of factions that we didn't rank very high in, in those episodes that start with a specific nerf to their to the if compared to the other factions, right? So this is particularly evident in the case of Baltax, of course. Uh, in the case of Gleans, okay, I, I I think we all we all know why these factions have a very difficult um time uh, because they have been nerfed in, in certain specific ways and a lot of factions have received similar although not so terrible as glean as baltics but you know like firax they start with one less or lantids well wow lantids start with a bit less of everything base <laughs> gods have this terrible problem that they they, they cannot gain uh, they don't get uh, knowledge they don't get you know science points and they have one less um, research lab to open at the end of the game, and so on and so on. You're naming the factions which are considered the worst ones, and I think that it's not not random that they are also the factions which have less things. Yeah, of course, of course, because you, you have been given a problem in this game, and you have to work around that problem, right? While, if you think about it, there are other factions which have been given nothing in the way of, you know, nerfs. As a matter of fact, they've been given a lot of powerful abilities. And on top of that, they get some more powerful abilities. Okay? I'm talking Taclons, I'm talking Itars, I'm talking Ambas. There are, possibly Hachalas are the only faction that have Absolutely zero nerves. So we just read you the components. We just explained you how the Ashala, uh board is structured. And, and there are n- no nerves whatsoever. As a matter of fact, they have some small advantages, but this is it. Their advantages is very small. So what you get as a Challas is 
take five extra credits at the, at the start of, of, of the game. You know, it's not much, but but take this. It's all you get. Uh, do do whatever you want with these five extra credits. Of course, these credits can become more if you decide to go up the economy track, which, by the way, we recommend to do. But anyways, this is what you get at the beginning of the game. Five extra credits, and that's it. So this is what I'm saying. This is why I'm saying that Hachala are very, very uh, are the closest you get in Gaia Project to a vanilla faction. Yeah, it's uh, it's entirely possible. Again, they are one of the four factions which are recommended for your very first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, again, not not by chance, mm, not random. I recommend you to follow that advice to play those factions. Oh, fun fact, uh, and I don't know, it's it's fun, it's barely a fact, but Archelas were the faction with which I played my very first game of uh, Gaia Project in my life. You, you know what? Me too. You too. Fantastic. Yes. And, and I really liked it, by the way. I ended the game at 54, so it was a complete success. <laughs> and I won the game. Um, I won the game with 54. Uh, I also, I, that's incredible, because I also won my first game with Hachalas. It was was a bit more than uh, fifty four, not much. But and I, I I want to be very clear about this. I didn't pick at Chalas because the, the you know the game manual suggested that I, that we should pick at Chalas. I picked at Chalas, of course, just because of the of the illustration. I think I, I want I want this to be very clear. It's amazing. The the artwork is amazing. Exactly. So if you start playing Gaia Project and you play at Chalas, you will likely end having your show about Gaia Project. So be warned and don't do that. Yes, basically they have 18 more credits. They have 18 free credits throughout the course of the game. Which exactly, is because it's, it's three, three times six. Around. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not nothing. But uh, it still doesn't seem much compared to the powerful abilities, again, that you said that Itars have. Uh, Taclons are going to get way more from their um, credits. Yeah. So, but even even Ambas, Ambas will get even even if you never open. Let's say you never open the Ambas PI for for whatever reason. I don't know what happened. You're probably sick. You should go home. You should not be playing Guy Project right now. But l- imagine that you never open the Ambas PI. You still get six extra um, ores with Ambas. And in case you didn't know this, um, six extra ores in this game is way better than eighteen extra credits. Although. At, at, at the, co- the conversion rate, it's the same. So it's 18 powers. You can convert them in 18 credits or in six ores. Don't be fooled. The six ores are much, much better. And since we're talking about uh, rates of conversion, in theory, six extra knowledge is way better than both uh, uh, 18 credits or six ores, which is what Firax get. Now. Yes. The mere fact that Firax get that and, you know, the rating they have shows you that uh, the mere conversion rate is not everything when judging. Exactly. exactly. Because, uh, eh, I don't know. What I would like to say is that uh, due to what you were saying, Adshalas are one of the most discussed factions in general, and one mm-hmm. one which sees the most divergent opinions. So I'm, give, I'm going to give you mine, and someone is going to give you his. But from time to time, an argument which returns is uh, play them however you want. They're very vanilla, as you were saying. You can do anything. Just play them as a vanilla, uh, whatever faction, with this extra income of... Uh, five credits and one power. You can even ignore the fact that they start at economy one. Uh, me, 
I disagree wholeheartedly with this. I don't think that's correct under any respect. And uh, for example, my personal idea is quite strong here. And <laughs> I think that you they can be like quite an expensive faction. I think that Adshalas are one of the uh, build-up factions. And I think that the best way you can play them is to maximize this initial advantage you have. Uh, again, in my opinion, they are the economic faction. And incidentally, they can be very, very fun with when played this way. We, we'll talk this when we're talking about technologies. I have never seen Gaia forming at Shalas, which are very discussed in general, work, re really work personally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there can be a thing, I think, if the three points per Gaia is exactly below the economy track. But in general, I don't know. I think that Adshalas should be played with a heavy accent on their richness, on them being the merchants of the game, and, and so on. I don't know what you think. Um, yeah, I, I don't have like super strong opinions about uh, Adshalas because... For reasons that maybe we'll discuss at the end of this episode, Atshalas are not a faction that, uh, let's say, that, that calls for very strong opinions. But, well, first of all, I agree with the fact, we will discuss this when we get to the tech tracks, but I agree with the fact that Gaia form and Atshalas for me are a no-go. And um, all I can say, so Atshalas are a very vanilla faction. All I can say is that their starting position, they're very bored, give you you know, a hint is pointing you in a direction. And my advice is, in this game, always try to maximize what you're given. Try to maximize all of your moves. And so this is my approach to Hachalas when I play them. I normally tend to go in the direction that the game has pointed me to. Having said this, maybe we can come back to this discussion later. We can start discussing the... Um, the various points of our guides. What do you think, Matteo? Sure. No, I just wanted to set the mood for me because uh, I think that they no, they're quite they're versatile actually. But yes. in general, the frame is that I will not hint uh, too much uh, to do whatever you want. I'm going to give some precise directions, and I mean, mm -hmm. we're saying to maximize their initial advantage. Also, because otherwise, you are potentially wasting wasting four easy points. Just you know, going exactly, up and uh, reaching level three or well four since you're there. But um, it is true that they can be quite versatile. In my personal gaming experience, which is starting to be. A bit too much, I think. One person should not play this much guy project in their lives. Anyway, but well, I, I was already thinking that about myself like three years ago. And, and here we are. Correct, correct. <laughs> Literally, I have never seen Gaia forming at Shalas to work. So beware. I think that that can be a thing. Also, early expansion can work. That that depends. We will see. But in general, um, this is the idea I'm going to. And this is what, what you were saying. like. Do the easy thing. You start at economy one. Go up economy. Why not? I mean, it's it's yeah. it's easy. Do do uh, follow the path of least resistance, and then you can improvise and adapt to to the situation. That was the just the idea. Okay, speaking about the initial factors, which allow us to consider Hadshalas. Yes, let's have a let's talk about the map. Let's have a look at the map. First one is the map, and uh, here we already have a problem. I think. Because uh, do, do we? 
No, well, uh, not uh, strictly to the map. In general, when we pick Adshallas, mm -hmm. we have to consider why should I not play Ivitz? Yes. And this is a question. Oh, you want? Oh, you want? You want to go there now? You okay? No, okay. no right. You wanna, you, oh, you want to do this? Okay, let's do this. No, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm saying is that this question will plug this whole guide <laughs> because the question that plugs the community in general about Adshalas. Um the map I think that already gives us um, some interesting hints, and that could be that the map is good, but is actually good for. Um, a lot of, uh, say, red planets within three spaces, one from each other. So you need a QIC to actually go there, but they are not yes. Yes. like with just one space between. What do you think? I think this is... Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, guess what? They're vanilla factions, so they need a vanilla <laughs> map. What is the, what it is the map that the Hatshala want? Uh, they like, you know, to have uh, at least one planet within one one red planet within QAC distance of another one, so that you can get there with just using your QAC. Also, of course, planets at a distance of two are very good. Um, you won't get those very often. But Hatshalas in general do not have specific requirements as for the disposition of the planets on the map. Let me say this though. I think that from the first 40 episodes of this, uh, from the first, sorry, 40 minutes of this episode, you already understood that we do not think Hatshalas to be like a super strong faction. So anything that comes your way, anything that can help you, uh, any help you can get you, you can get, you take it. So maybe good map, let's say a map that has not just one, but two planets, two red planets at QAC distance from your from your own starting planets, well, that would be really good, right? I mean, you can play at Chala in any circumstance. Uh, I'm not saying that you specifically need to look for that. But you can always do with some with some help from the the Lord, I guess. I think that another element is that uh, I mean, the first one is the lack of the orange player. We have um, orange and blue. Usually, yes. I find, uh, I think that's because of how the planets are put on the map. Oh, by the way, if you play with a random map on BGA, this does not apply to that, but that's completely different. A random map is, um, I think, a very advanced feature, which I don't like, me personally, but um, I cannot speak for that, of course. Anyway, if you play with the 10 tiles, which I recommend to do, and that's what we refer to when we talk uh, in this show about yes. game uh, I usually find that the um, orange planets are the ones where I hop on more easily with red. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. It's good for you if the red planets are two from each other due to, I think, sectors which have been rotated. Like, If there's there are two red planets within two from each other, or maybe mm -hmm. four, that's good for sure, but they are even better for Ivids. So People will not allow that. And if you cannot rotate, uh, in general, Ivits are a better pick uh, because of that, because it's easier for them, you know, to place their space station yeah. and colonize the... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead, we with Adshalas are looking for maps which have maybe four, as you were saying, red planets within QIC distance from each other. Because yeah. not good for Ivits, but it's good for us. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, especially... Sorry, um, I don't know if our listeners are, are you know, um, uh, in, picturing this in their minds. Uh, when we're saying four planets within QAC distance, what we actually mean is 
a couple of planets within QSC distance from each other, and then a second couple of planets on the other side of the map that are within QSC distance on, on each other. Ibits do not like that because they have no use for the second couple of planets, okay? Because the Ibits only, only deploy one building at the start of the game. And so that is the, you know, the corner of the galaxy in which they're going to expand. But we as a Chalas, as every other faction, except Sinus, uh, we're placing two buildings at the start of the game. So we can play one on, on one side of the galaxy and the other one on the other side of the galaxy. This is an absolutely ideal situation anyway. What we, we, we don't have specific requirements. What I meant was that, of course, we could use uh, uh, red planets within two mm-hmm, axes, mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. We, we can start at navigation too. Uh, it's, not, it's not that we are, um, it's mandatory to go up economy, but that's not a situation where Adshalas are recommended anyway. And, and that's why I don't like uh, the early navigation Adshalas, because generally you uh, don't have much use for that. Anyway. So we don't have specific requirements. Just keep in mind, I think, that uh, we quite like digging. Uh, so look also for uh, blue, especially blue and orange planets mm-hmm. in uh, around the map, which can help you like uh, uh, linking your red planets uh, to one another. Uh, nice clusters, maybe, where there are also blues and oranges uh, yeah. with red. It's not mandatory. And if there's the blue or the orange player in play, you won't get much from that. You will get nice charge, of course, which is not bad. But that can be effective. Keep in mind that we like digging. And in general, regardless of my opinion, we are not specialized in Gaia forming. So that can be useful. Yeah. But the map yeah. is not super important, I think. Yeah, I think well, final considerations that can be done about the map. Well, more more than about the map is the relationship that Hatshalas have with other factions in the game. So, who are your worst enemies or who are your best friends? So, Matteo is right. You don't want the orange player to be in game, especially Geodens, because Geodens they hunger for their orange home planets. Uh, if you don't know why. Stop listening to this episode now and go listen to the to the, to the Geodens guy that, that we did uh, some time ago. You will get less problems from the blue players, especially Terrans. Terrans do not normally care much about their home planets. I mean, they will obviously get them if they can get there. But uh, hey, they're a strong faction, so they can get the blue planets, or they can play without the blue planets because they're gonna get you know all the all the transdims anyways. So Terrans are are not uh, as bad for your expansion on the map as Geodens are. I think. Good thing is that uh, Terrans will not uh, look after your red planets. That's absolutely not a problem. Maybe one. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe one if they take the booster, but that's not uh, that's not a problem. And also, Lantids uh, will will not go chasing after your red planets. You said that with with in late game, so it's really not a problem for us. Exactly, exactly. So the blue blue players are not going to hinder your expansion much. Uh, the Geodens are a bigger problem, and the Baltax. Well, God only knows about the Baltax. <laughs> it's likely that they will go Gaia forming anyway. Exactly, exactly. In general, I, I also see that Baltax also have an easier access to yellow planets rather than reds. Anyway, mm-hmm. that, that could be yeah. a small problem, but really, they, they will also go, in general, yeah. up Gaia uh, sooner. So, Yeah, yeah. look out. Just, just you know, be on the lookout for Geodens. And one last consideration about the map. Matteo already kind of introduced this. 
theme, which is the relationship that we have with the other side of the of the redboard, uh, the relationship that we have with our more powerful uh, cousins, the the Ivids. So the problem with the Ivids is that the Ivids are very strong, and uh, if you're playing, so this this only applies um, to this guide if you're playing with the rotate section option, which is personally. Uh, my favorite way of of uh, introducing some balancing element in Gaia project, as listeners of the show already know. So if you're playing with the rotate sector option, then what will happen is that skilled player will try to create maps that are bad for Ivids, especially if you know certain conditions apply. The most obvious one being if the three point perforation tile advanced tile is in play. So in a scenario like that, a skilled player will try to rotate sectors in a way that um, the map looks really, really bad for Ivids, which is a very difficult thing to do because Ivids are really good at sneaking in places that you wouldn't have thought possible. You know, Ivids can get really creative in the way they expand on the map. So it's really hard to make a bad map for Ivids. You really have to put some energy into that. And a bad map for Ivids means that the red planets will be scattered so badly across the galaxy that it will be utterly impossible for you to play as the more vanilla hashtag. You don't have as many tricks up your sleeves up as Ivids do. So you will find yourself in many situations, many games where Hatshalas are just an impossible pick because the map has been made terrible for for Ivids. That is a problem. Mm, that's also why Ivids are the elephant in the room for for this faction because Ivids really are a problem. They're, Ivids they are, are a problem. They are, if not the the most, uh, they surely are tied for the for the most powerful faction in the game. So people. Yes. And people will know that. People in general will be on look for Ivids. And you're right. If if they play with Rotate, that depends on the advanced styles again. But mm-hmm. if one for Ivids is in play, it's quite impossible to play at Shalas. On the other hand, if you're playing with Auction, Ad Shalas are often put in just to avoid Ivids. Yes. If so you can play with Ad Shalas, that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, so uh, on the on the so this is not di- directly connected to the map, but it's connected to what we were saying. So the only advantage that Atshala have and no other faction have is that Atshala will never ever have to confront Ivids, and that and that's a good thing. And that's a good right. thing because because guess what? Because guess what? The Ivids will probably win the game, or if they're not gonna win the game, they're gonna give you a a hell of a time. And so at least when you pick Hatshala, you have removed one of the strongest contendants from the game. And that is not that is not Norton. In general, I think that the idea is uh, to have a plan with Hatshalas. Be, be familiar with them. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. The, if they are like rotated out, uh, ah, that's, uh, that's, that's harsh. But um, if they are put into an, an auction, not many people can play Adshalas, you know? So if, yeah. if you're one um, th- that can, eh, that, that can be an interesting added value. Anyway, a, fac- a factor which does not affect much Ivits, but affects us, <laughs> potentially at least, is uh, final scorings. And I don't have really strong opinions here again. Because, well, l- let's look at them. The most difficult ones are the, the two structures. The true structure objectives, I think, are not very good for us. Because in general, we can expand, of course. But 
unless we start early with expanding, and it's not very easy because, uh, again, it, it is, uh, it, it's not common that uh, you can start with navigation two and um, expand a lot, at least. Okay, we have the, we have tile seven at our disposal. We, we can uh, place one uh, of our mines there at the beginning and have two Gaias within uh, two navigation two distance. But um, they can also be contended, especially if uh, structures is one of the final objectives. Yeah, something about tile seven, since we're still like transitioning from the map to the um, to the final object objectives um, topic. So tile seven, you know, there, there are some people who are really good at what they do that will try to place one of their initial mines in in tile seven and 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 fight with you for those um, tiles uh the obvious pick is uh Ambas. but also best codes they really enjoy a good tile seven and if in 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 one of these circumstances which you have one a yellow planet in another tile that for whatever reason is ended up being at a distance of two from one of these Gaia planets, then also Glean can be a problem for you here. And Ambas and Gleans are faster than you at doing what they do. So keep that in mind. You know, the good thing here is that it's not good for uh, final scoring, but um, unless you are boxed, I would still place a mine in seven because of the amount of charge that I can get. Yeah, so if sure. my first move is to, is to get a trade station there, I am guaranteed six charges by yes. the two mines mm -hmm. and um no sorry four, uh, four charges sorry sorry four charges exactly yeah uh, but but likely six maybe because, maybe more maybe more if they build more something because else, yeah. once the player has three mines there one of them yes yes or she will like uh mm -hmm. upgrade and um and bear in mind that we start with one charge more than other factions yeah, because yeah, yeah. So that, that that's gonna be interesting on the other hand tile seven is often um on the side of the map, uh, at yeah. the bottom, sorry, of the map. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you, you can likely end up having no opportunities to expand. So be but, wary. I mean, that, that is not necessarily bad. I mean, you, maybe you have a very good positioning with your other mine and the mine in tile seven, you only use, you know, charging. for getting, getting all this nice, uh, this nice charging. Sure. And knowing, knowing that you will be able to connect that building in Tile 7 in a federation only later in the game. So this is something that you need to keep into account that you probably won't have a lot of buildings around Tile 7 for, for quite a long time. But if you're prepared to, you know, to wait in order to include that building into a federation, then yeah, getting all those weight charges is not bad. Point is that uh, both structure objectives are not our best, mm -hmm. uh, especially structures in federation, because with Adshalas, I like to build up and take the four power value for large buildings uh, technology tile mm -hmm. and so that does not help for us in the end no matter what people say i still think that hadshalas are not a very expensive faction so these two are not our best objectives and it's a bit of a shame because they are not good for ivits either so no objective no final scoring is for is good for ivits so who cares but um they're not our best and we already have two objectives at which we are not great but in general we are not great at anything we're not very bad either either so we're but we're we're not very bad exactly so this is what we were saying basically from the beginning of this episode <laughs> okay. our vanilla faction and so guess what 
even if you decide to play at Chalas, maybe in a, in a way that is a bit different from what we're going to suggest here today, you can try and, yeah. and you know, and compete for structures and uh, structures and federations. There are factions that are way better than you at doing this because of their innate uh, starting abilities. So uh, you will probably end up, you know, even if you compete very hard for this, you can end up maybe second or third. It's very hard as a Challa to, you know, um, to be the, the, the total winner of the number of buildings on the map uh, objectives. You surely do have a shot at it. It really depends on how you want to play your game. Of course, we are, can I say that we are very, very bad at Gaia Planets? Because of what we were saying before, we do not recommend you to play Gaia forming uh, Hachalas. Well, we're one of the sections which can score like three, which can take sorry, like three or four Gaia planets in general. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. we if we have like if we at some point decide, okay, yeah, okay, let's go up uh, the Gaia track, but we don't have lots of tech, so I think it's a bit of a waste. Mm -hmm. We are not contenders for that. Maybe we can take like six points from that. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, anybody, anybody, almost anybody can take six points. Can can be you know can be third on the Gaia Planet objective. I, the point is, you 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 can make an argument. Say okay, but later in the game we will open our PI. We will be able to produce a lot of QICs out of our credits, and so we can go and take a lot of uh, Gaia Planets. The yes, technically. Maybe you could you could say that, but the point is that Gaia planets tend to be taken early, so it's really difficult that you know around turn around round four or five you will still have so many untaken Gaia planets on the map that you can go and 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 take so many of them that you will like be a serious competitor for the Gaia planets objective. Mm -mm. On the other hand, I found that uh, Anshalas perform surprisingly well at sectors. I don't know why. But I, in general, I, I quite, I quite like sectors as a, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As, as, a, as a final scoring. Of course, I am no match for neither of the blue factions. Best codes are way better because uh, they tend to, to look for at least six sectors, and, and then we see what happens. But I, yeah, well, but since we are quite rich, we can have. So uh, before, sorry, Matteo, before they errata as what? best codes are quite good at sectors on the right map. Our point being, you shouldn't play best cuts if the, if the map is not good. Okay, All but right. we, we talked for about like two hours about best yes, cuts. Yes, right? yes, just... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I get it. No, once you, if you take best uh -huh, cuts, sectors uh -huh. is in play, you exactly. are one of the best factions out there. Only Lantids are the best, of course, but yes. that's, that's easy. <laughs> it's easy for them. But um, yeah, both browns, both blues are very good at sectors. Whites, why not? In general, I think that Anshalas are a serious competitor for that because we're rich. And so yeah, exactly. we can build mines late game and mm -hmm. snipe mm -hmm. uh, yeah. maybe two mines, which uh, are uh, at uh, three steps away for digging. Yeah. Again, we are not the best, but that it, no. it, that's the frame of the whole episode. We are not the best at anything. There's one thing we are super good good at, and I think two maybe, but we we'll talk about them later. All right. Okay. So, so yeah, the point is that that Atchalas tend to be a relatively resource rich faction, and sector is probably the most expensive of all um, 
final scoring conditions because you need uh, you know to be able to move around long distances by the end of the game you probably have to to spend a lot of resources in order to get this uh, to terraform not super terraforming friendly planets and that has a cost and and being rich helps with that having said that yeah we're not the best mm-hmm. and the last uh, objective we need to discuss is um, satellites and guess what we're just an average faction of satellites. We do not have any specific advantage apart from the fact that uh, so we're rich, maybe we get some extra ore here and there along the way, and we can convert those ore into power tokens in order to play satellites. We can also convert our credits into, into satellite, basically, at the end of the game uh, when we open our PI. So, yes, maybe we have, you know, this little help in the sense, but, yeah, don't think you can compete with uh, mm, actions such as, yeah, Terrans or even, um, you know, Firax are very good at satellites. Exactly. Uh, Both Greys are good at satellites. Yeah, yeah. In the end, the same the same discourse goes for planet types. Again, we, we are yeah. mm-hmm. the same ones for core sectors. We are good at late building, so we can yeah. uh, mm-hmm. have lots of planet lots of planet types. We can uh, going up both navigation and terraforming suits us. So um, yes, yes, that's quite a good one, I think. For probably the best one for Inshallah's planet types. We again, we are no match for like Nevlas or Geodens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but again, we're not bad. Yeah, yeah. In, in general, I would say do not play at Chalas if uh, Gaia Planets is one of the two main scoring conditions because as I have repeatedly said by now, you need some help. Uh, to, try to help yourself. Try to play in games where you can at least hope to compete for both final scoring conditions. So mm-hmm. I would say you can do you know, Hachalas are like those kids in school, and when the teacher comes and tells you, you know, you're good and you can succeed in everything you put your mind to. So Hachalas are a bit like that, okay? Put your mind onto something, right? Exactly, exactly. So you can be yeah, relatively good at pretty much every final scoring condition, except Gaia planets, I would say. So steer clear of games in which uh, Gaia Planet is one of the two scoring conditions, final scoring condition. I would say. There's an important thing uh, which uh, can lead us to think about uh, Adshalas, anyway, I mm-hmm. think. And this is the advanced technologies. Oh, Adshalas are a faction. I'm very excited because Adshalas are the faction which I think likes the most uh, the resources buttons, the advanced okay. buttons, mm-hmm. when, whether and when they are on top of the economy truck. If okay. if there's a button, especially the three knowledge or the three ores on top of economy, I mm-hmm. I will try to get that shallas and rush that button and take it right round two, round two. I, I love it. It's they're a good faction for for this. I think they are finally they can shine. Finally, these tiles can shine. I don't know if you agree with this, but. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you're, it's just fun that you mentioned the three ores and the three knowledge buttons because with Atshalas, if I can, I really like to also get the five credits, one CIQ button uh, because that button, it's better for them than it is for any other faction. They're they're all good. They're, they're all good. All three are good for Atshalas. Uh-huh. I love this. I, I like when they are on top of of economy again because uh, it's it's our natural path. It's easy for us. You can even grab round one, round two if we are very committed to that. 
I took I took um, the three horse button in a not very recent game with Hutch. It was a streaming game. It's uh, we streamed that with Babook. Uh huh. And the other one was I don't remember. Sorry, it was uh, another player. We ah, it will come to my mind. Sorry, but um, yeah, I took the three or button like round, mm-hmm. not exaggerated. And all game long, I was disgustingly rich. Yeah, I had resources yeah. for like everything. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't win the game because it it was late night, so I made a mistake like <laughs> last round and uh, went second, but. That really helps. Uh, having like uh, 12 extra ores throughout the game is a lot. Or as you were yes. saying, yes. like 20 extra credit on top of our 18 extra is a lot. In that case, you and, are... And four QSs. And four QSs. In that case, of course, you have to open your PI once yes. you have a tile because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a lot of versatility. But I think this is the first case of our <laughs> series where the the resource buttons advanced mm-hmm. time say okay go for these factions go for, for these factions sorry they're very good they're, they're all very good for them especially on top of economy i don't know where else because like i don't feel like rushing i don't know terraforming yeah or even navigation maybe science no 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 i, I would say well Again, well, okay, we will discuss um, technology tracks maybe later. Do you want maybe to to quickly review the other advanced tactiles in the game? Is there anything that we particularly like or that we particularly dislike? No. In theory, we like the three points per trading station, but in practice, uh, I have never got much use out of that tile. So, I don't know. That tile has a bad timing in general. Yeah. The problem is with the tiles that we like our trade stations. We're one of we're probably the second faction in the game which likes their trading station the most. The first one being Firax, of course. But yes. we can do a lot with those credits. But you know what? Trade stations suck. That's the problem. They are the less efficient uh, building, building in the game. Resources. They cost the equivalent of uh, nine credits, and at yeah. best, the fourth one will give you five. So yeah. even the last one will take uh, two more rounds to repay itself, and yeah, this is the problem with trading stations. So and this is one of the reasons why if new players uh, at the beginning of this episode we say, guess what? Uh, a lot of credits are not as good as a lot of ores, uh, the equivalent amount of ores, and this is one of the reasons. And we are the faction which gets the most out of their credits, uh, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and gets the most in general. This is why. This should really help you understand how much trading stations suck. <laughs> That's yeah. a... there, there's another there's another thing there's another thing about trading stations. At Chalice, they do like their trading stations more than the average faction. However, Achalas have the same constraints as any other faction in the game, and that is they want technology tiles and they sure. want to go up technology tracks. And in order to do that, guess what? You have to build uh, research labs. And research labs are much better than trading stations. So you can say, oh, okay, I'm going to take Firax, I'm going to take the three points per trading station, advanced tactile, and there will build a lot of trading stations, and I will make points out of that. Yeah, that's not really how it works, because you need the resources to open your research labs, which in the end you want to do. So you have to invest resources in opening uh, research labs, which means 
less train stations. And also, every time you open a research lab, you close down one of your train stations. So that tile is good for Firax because Firax get to do both things at the same time. So that's why I think Firax are the only uh, faction for which that tile like really, really makes sense. But like an early rush for a chalice to go and, and grab that tile, that really doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. Don't get me wrong. I, I would take that if it's, uh, if it's there, if I don't have much mm-hmm. else. This echoes a bit the, the discourse you made for Geodance, you know. We're not we're not that great. Anything that anything that can help us is mm-hmm. good. Even the like I don't know, points per planet types is okay. The point is that okay, two points per Gaia is horrible. But yeah, also the the mine ones, okay, three points per mine, that's okay. We, mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're quite rich, we can build uh, in the late game. Two points per mine, of course, do your best as always. Four points per trade station, that can be really great. The problem is that if the three points per federation is in play, there likely won't be at Shalas, because that's that's the tile for Ivit, so eh, it's it's hard. The other ones are okay, but what I want, what I want to stress here is that uh, really, the Resources button on top of economy to me scream had shallas. They are very good. I don't know exactly why, but if you insist on this being rich and you get even richer and richer, you will have a r- great time with shallas and will not regret not having. Yeah, because, yeah, because you're pushing the direction that the game is, you know, as as uh, it's pointing it's, you at. It's showing you. Uh, but so, but in general, as far as point uh, uh, tiles are concerned, I agree with Matteo. Like take take what you're given. Okay, so you don't have any specific relationship with any specific point um, tile. Uh, so what what you need to focus on is where can I get you? You know, in the end, if you play a good game, um, you can get points from the different sources, and in the end, you don't need to score that many points out of an advanced tech tile. You can you can take something for twelve points. You can take you know uh, two points per mines with. Um, Say six mines in play because you you're in a rush and something is coming, someone is coming, and it's it's now or never. Yeah, take it. The example Matteo was giving you one point per planet type. That's a very good tile for Hatchalas because that's normally a very that's not normally a very sought after um, tile. And I remember winning a, a game with Hatchalas uh, using that very tile and scoring an absurd amount of points which is not normal at all for one point per, per planet type. But I remember doing that in an Ashala game, especially if you can take that early. We'll, we'll get to this, but maybe if that tile sits on top of economy, then you will probably not get a lot of competition on economy because nobody really wants that tile. And, and maybe you can make that shine, you know, because as we said, you're not that bad at planet types if you, if you set your mind to it. The fact is that we are so good at rushing the advanced tile on top of economy, both because yeah. of positioning and because mm-hmm. I think we still like to build up. My favorite yeah. with that Shalas is still the... <clears throat> mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. that uh, we have this advantage in general. Any tile on top of economy is a bit better for us because we can yeah. get it earlier. Exactly. Uh, so, um, and there is another advantage that we have in that respect: that if you, if there is a, a good tile on top of economy, and well, for whatever reason you you're playing at Shala, I don't really know how that happened. It means that your main competition competitor competitor, wow, is uh, it's out of the game. If it's if it's are better than you at doing this, but if it's are not there because you're Shala, you're red, and so you really have an advantage on. Uh, on that, I st- 
still wouldn't play uh, Hachalas if there is like a super good technology tile on top of economy because then you will get competition which of course if you want to you can get there before other people but that does not automatically mean that you will end up getting that tile because uh, you still have to form a federation you still have to find the resources to open an academy or a research lab and maybe other richer or other factions with different abilities or maybe just a better positioning on the map than you will form your federation before you and will steal the tile from you. So beware. So you're good at taking the tile that sits on top of economy, but it's not like you're not Ivis. You're not guaranteed to take that tile. You know what I don't like, uh, actually, is the three-pointer lab, which is weird because it's one of my favorite advanced tech tiles. Uh-huh. But um, it's a tricky tile. And it is. in general, I I don't like... Uh, no, it's not that I don't like my labs without Shalas. It's that... Uh, I like to open my large buildings, especially my academies, without shalas. I can, for example, start the game with the three lab, with two labs. Sorry, okay, three labs would yeah. be, amazing, but I, <laughs> but it's impossible, I think. But um, keeping that open because I have the tile can be tricky. So that's not that's not the best. That said, if that tile is on top of economy and for whatever reason I'm uh, playing at shalas, I will still take that because. Um, I, yeah, sure. I, I just um, I, I just don't want to leave it to others. So yeah, no, that can be given. No, but but I agree with you. In this in this podcast, we discussed that tile um, several times, and so either you are you know either your best codes, either you are nebulous. So there are specific factions that have a good relationship with that advanced tile. Otherwise, I don't really like it. You won't score that many points uh from that tile maybe you think you will in the end you won't and hatshalas i agree, i totally agree with Matteo, are not a very good faction for for that tile so i think this is it for advanced uh, tile maybe okay there's always the one or and uh, two points per sector but they are generally r- respectively bad and good and situational in general so i would i would just like to add that uh, so because of all the the reasons we just discussed Maybe the you know advanced tactile that give you points instantaneously at the end of the game, they're not the best for you. So if you see that on top of economy, there is a tile such as you know five points for federations or even four points for trading station, is your advantage on the tempo on the economy track is gonna mean very little because uh you normally want to go get this these tiles late in the game maybe around five if not six and by date but by that time there will be a lot of people already that has got on top of the economy track as as you have so yes either you're prepared to take one of these tiles scoring and uh, not a ideal amount of points which I, i'm not saying it's a bad idea hmm? just just keep that in mind it's, it's not like you will have the time to you know score 20 points out of the um, five points per federation tile that's not going to happen so just just keep that in mind no but you could but but you couldn't get like 12 extra knowledge from the three knowledge button so that's where yeah the, the yeah mm-hmm. exactly exactly that's why the buttons are good because because you're good at taking them early i would say so what do you think Matteo? just let's discuss this I, do you think that getting the buttons in round four is still good enough uh, to invest in them or it's either round three or nothing at all 
in general the the, the floor is yours uh no in general i don't think that's great uh it, it at that point it becomes very hard to answer in a vacuum you know because I mean, we are aiming for the three for the usual three federations so we are not uh, a faction which is uh, particularly great at federating even if i have made four federations with the shallas because uh, since you are okay this is where also the extra resources help you know since you can build lots of structures more and maybe get the top of economy you have lots of extra resources which can allow you to build four federations but in in a vacuum i would say no but that depends. Yeah. It's it's a weird question, you know, because since we are at Shalas, we are so good at going up the economy track and building up, so opening an academy, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. our um, trading stations, even if they are not great as we sell, but we, we tend to upgrade buildings. So I think that we are so good at going up the economy track that we can take those styles as early as around the two if the situation is ideal but i would say it's almost a guarantee to get to grab them around the three so yeah, i think i think round round two is maybe a stretch you know, maybe you can do that but in order to do that you really have to give up something else in general it's true but that's the point with buttons uh, that, that's why i like mm -hmm. them because of course you are giving up on something you're making a federation which is not ideal 99 percent. yes exactly exactly but, mm -hmm. but but they give you so much in return yeah. all right all right yeah that can be fine that, that's uh, that's the exception in general so i will likely give away some points like three point per federation i grab it round three even if i can grab it round two because i don't care to get like three more points but scrambling up my federations yeah but that's not that important with the resources buttons because i can make up something with the resources that specific title is given to me so in general to your the answer to your question in my opinion is no if nothing else uh, yeah is better okay i'll grab it on four it's not the end of the world it's not that big of an advantage at that point but the point is that especially with Shalas the problem does not pose itself <laughs> you don't have to to decide because by round three that's basically guaranteed that you grab all grab right all right yeah i think i think an, uh, an argument can still be made for one specific advanced technology tile that we forgot to mention that is the three points per mine the moment you place a mine on the board so if that's on top of the uh, on top of the economy you have a good shot at being the first who gets there grab that tile relatively early and then you are rich because you're at Shala and because you're on top of the economy. And so you have a lot of resources to place those mines around the map. So I would say that if you can grab that, maybe start of round four, even round three, that's at least a guaranteed 15 points. I mean, at that point, it's really easy to score at least 15 points with that tile. The point is that tile is very, is very good. A lot of people know that. And a lot of factions are going to run uh, for it as you are. Taclons here being a very obvious possibility. So look, be on the lookout for competition, but that tile could be good for you. Sorry, I overlooked that a bit before. Mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. that, that's a good tile for us because of the very specific reasons that you just uh, stated. In general, I think that, okay, Taclons are fearsome competitor. They always are. But I think that we are so good at uh, grabbing the tile on top of economy that we can challenge Taclons. Without Maybe. Maybe. No, too much fear because yeah. we are very good, but we are even better because we have that extra step on them, you know? 
Yeah, at that point, at that point, it all goes down to you know positioning on the map and sure. and even even you know round order, even turn order mm-hmm. at that point can become a factor in round three. Who who plays, you know, who plays first and 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 all this. So there are too many factors to be discussed here in a vacuum. But yeah, we can we can surely put up a fight. I think in general we are one of the best hard counters to Tarklons when it comes to the economy truck, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Who else who else can challenge them there? Okay, Ivitz, of course. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's always a given, Ivitz. But in general, we also are an economic faction which uh, is rich, but not as rich as they are, because uh, yeah. it depends, but in general, not. Mm-hmm. But we are better than them at Gerbi. Yeah. And that's my idea anyway. All right. We want to talk about round scoring, maybe? Okay, well, uh, since we're here, maybe we can uh, already transition into technology tracks and go back to round scoring after that. Because, I mean, we've been talking so much about the economy tracks that let's just say it. You want to play at Shalas, a very obvious thing that you can do is just go up the economy track. So a very classic at Shalas start is you build your academy, you take three steps up the economy tracks, and by the end of round one, you have four extra credits, two extra ores, and initial charge of four, which is really, really a lot. You're going to be filthy rich entering round two, especially with your three extra credits on top of that. Entering knowledge income from your academy. Uh, if, you, if you manage to get one of the boosters that give you one extra knowledge, round one or round two, you already have another step on another track at the beginning of round and you will probably have enough resources at that point to build another research lab. Uh, that's a very build-up start. You're not expanding at all in the scenario we just described. But by the end of round two, you can be on, at, on the fourth level on the economy track and on the second level or any other track you want. And you start producing four knowledge points from your board alone by the beginning of round three. That isn't bad. That that's a very solid start resource wise, and maybe at that point you are at navigation level two, and you can start expanding in the third round of the game. Yeah, in general, uh, I think that the um, as, as I said before, the the academy, the academy opening. On... Yeah, the two knowledge academy. The two for as much as I like the QAC Academy, I think that without mm-hmm. Shalas, I, I want the two knowledge academy. That's uh yeah stuff out of my head. I don't know why, but um we all, what we can sorely miss are the knowledge points in general because everything else we have plenty of. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with that secured, I'm fine for the rest of my game. But um yes, in general, I think that the uh lab and the um, academy opening topping the economy truck is uh, i think is the best but if it is not the best it is for sure the safest start for adshalas so we are already yes. there. we are charging four at the mm-hmm. beginning of each round which is also why i think gaia forming is not good for us because we waste on so much charge exactly with that exactly and uh, we are set up for a very good game. The science track is not the super best for Adshalas, but we can uh, maybe take a step there. So we already fixed the um, foreknowledge income. Uh, so don't forget that in doing that, you're getting two basic tiles, right? 
Okay, I know uh, where you're one going. Of, one, of, one of these two tiles can be, is very good, if you can get that, is the one uh, knowledge, one, uh, one credit. Uh, so you have fixed your knowledge problem, entering round two, you have four knowledge points, and you don't need, at that point, uh, it's not even like super important that you open that second lab uh, round, round two. You already have your standard income of four knowledge per round. And so maybe already round two, you can focus in on expansion, for instance. Another thing I really like with the Hachalas is taking the maybe a little underrated one or charge one basic tech tile because that tile combined with all that you're getting from the top of the economy it really means you're you're, you're going to be filled to rich uh it means three extra ores per round starting round two that's very good and if you can combine that with another income tile so if the one one credit one knowledge is not available you can even think four credits that maybe it's a bit overkill but it's gonna it's gonna come in handy when you open your your pi also because as we said you won't play with that many trading stations open as any other faction. Um, so for extra credit, always good. Uh, and also, or the charge for button, which is always good pretty much for, for every faction. You are enhancing this innate ability of your or having, of having a very efficient, very good um, power cycle. So... No, I think that you summed it up very well, actually. What we um, like to have at the end of round one is basically, well, the 101Q tile because we need it to open our academy in general. And an income tile. You know what? Basically anyone. Because they're all good yeah. for it. And, and yeah. this, is, uh, mm -hmm. this is another another point for Adshalas, which is something of a specificity. Because not everybody like everything. We do. We instead we do because yeah yeah it, it also depends on the boosters of course but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just that every income tile has uh, good points for us I I especially like the um, one or and charge one base tile because uh, combined as you were saying with economy level four we with without doing anything at the beginning of each round we get four or which is insane it's is yeah. a lot mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. more there are yeah. factions which struggle with one or two ors and instead we get four without having any mine on the board which is good yeah. because we we could even at the point we could uh, we could focus on building up so that's a re really a great help the other track uh, after economy, in general, it depends. It can be, I think, uh, general is navigation, can be terraforming. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, navigation, terraforming. I, I I, don't really believe, not just for Ashala, but in general, I don't really believe in the combined climbing of uh, economy and science. I think that very rare, I've, I've very rarely seen that work with any faction. So I would say that, yes, either you focus hard on economy and then, and then yes, and then it's just either terraforming or navigation. So that's, in this sense, Hachala have a rather scripted game, right? Because you know that by the end of the game, you will have climbed the uh, economy, navigation, and terraforming. Maybe you're going to top one of these three tracks, maybe two, something like, you know, very unusual happened. 
But basically, these are your three uh, tracks. There is a different approach to Hachalas that some people have that is saying, all right, you are already richer than the average faction. So that's that's an advantage. So you don't have to worry about um, resources as much as other factions do. So use that advantage. So you can climb up, you can do an early climb on navigation with a strong expansion uh, in rounds one and two. So you will get a lot of ores from your mines because you're expanding. And you're already getting a lot of credits because you're a Hachalas. You, you, you don't have to do anything and you will get at least far more credits than everybody else per round. That is totally, totally doable. That is totally possible. So either you build a research lab, you go up two steps, navigation, round one, and you start expanding. Or another possibility, you build the academy, as, as me and Matteo suggested, and instead of taking three steps on the economy track, you take one on the economy track and two on the navigation track. So start of round two, you already, you, so you don't expand more likely round one, but start of round two, you already have a navigation two, you're ready to expand and you already are at economy level two, which means you're getting that very juicy extra or per round plus you have opened your academy and so you're making a lot of um, knowledge points so either you go full economy you go full navigation on or there is the 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 mixed strategy i would say there is another talking about um openings there's another possibility which was um, recently discussed in the on the discord wait i can't find it now and i forgot to get it before recording but it was basically uh, centered around the openings of um sorry the opening of at least uh, i think uh, two research lab uh, sorry oh. two trade stations around uh-huh. as early as possible mm-hmm. the two research labs opening is also possible you can yeah, delay the academy course. round two it depends on the round scoring basically but yeah no uh, the idea was to open uh, having a sort of a green like opening Mm-hmm. Colonizing as much as possible, but do, but don't focus on uh, not focusing on uh, mines exclusively, but like opening as many research labs as possible. Oh, yeah, training stations. No, because because I can't say that my brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Opening as many trade stations as possible, so mm-hmm. that you you are going to open your PI now. Uh this can be. I'm sure that this is nice when it works. But does it though? To be honest, I'm sorry, bad Simone for bad. No, no, that that's exactly the point. To be honest, I have never seen this work. I don't, and and again, I don't know why you should do that because it to me it seems a bit like okay, I am at Shalas, I have more credits, I have my PI, and I want to use it because really, why just. Just go up the economy. It, it's it's there. It's easy. Go up the economy track, and then we will see. I agree with you that science is not a great shared track. The only faction with which I've seen that work uh, flawlessly is Nevlas, up to now, both the science and economy, you know. And also Lantids, sorry. Are Lantids and Nevlas. But the two factions are, are lots of similarities, in my opinion. But yeah, generally, it, those are the three tracks we are going to climb 
most often. QIC is a possibility. It, it's very situational. It depends. Uh, in general, I like to up terraforming. It's not a given. Uh, again, we are flexible in this. But yeah. I, but I wouldn't skip uh, on climbing to, uh, economy as early as possible, even if navigation two is a possibility. For of course, yeah. And uh, uh, sorry, as far as the you know early PI uh, strategy is concerned, I, I I really have to 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 push back against that because if your plan is to build as many trading stations as possible round one. And then so round two, you open your PI. And so each of your of each of these trading stations is giving you, well, how many trading stations can you realistically hope to open round one? Let's say even if you open three trading stations round one, I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I think I think two is, is a more reasonable. But but my my point is wow. and, and they, they are a lot. They are, they like are a really lot. a lot. So let's say that you open two in a couple of mines. Mm-hmm. Um and then, so the idea is, okay, I'm going to get a lot of credits out of these trading stations. Actually, you're not because you are opening your PI. And so one of these trading stations is going to be closed anyways. But ra- start of round two, you're going to have, yeah, you're going to have a lot of credits because if you have two trading stations open, um, you have seven plus another five, so it's 12 uh, credits. It's okay. But my point is, and then you're going to convert all these credits into ores because that, hey, I opened my PI, so I'm going to use it. So my point is, why didn't you open a mine? The mine is giving basically the same value, but it's giving you positional advantage, which is so much better than just, you know, getting an extra credit from your second trading station. There, it does compare in the slightest. Also, if you have opened your PI and trading station, that means you didn't take a lot of advancement on the economy track, basically just one, probably. I don't know if, this, if the idea is not to open even a research lab round one, uh, round one it doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, but if you do that, you're not going to get a lot of money out of the economy track. And so, so my, my point, so, and this is final. Early PI with Achalas is just a bad idea because you don't know, you don't yet have the fuel to make that work. And if you have, you are sacrificing a map advantage and b tempo on yeah. the technology tracks. That's that's the worst. In general, though, I don't want to dunk against the PI. I, it's not bad. No, it's, no, I don't want to say the PI is bad. I'm saying round two PI is bad. By getting it early, the problem is that it it doesn't. Grant you any income apart from the charge for you know the the green not enough. The Green's PI is way better on the um, under the point of the point of view of the income. Yeah, is have you great? have you heard that? Have you heard what we just said? No, the no, green, I, I, the Green's PI that. is better. And I stand by that. It's it's way yeah. better. It gives you one ore and the federation, which uh, gives you back um, gives you money back. That's uh, way way better, and it still is. As an understatement, it's not one of the best ones in the game. You know, I'm I'm not following our usual order, but since we are here, I just want to say something, which we can expand later. But uh, I want to say something really good about the PI of the Adshalas, because, okay, do not open it early. The trucks are those we talked about. I think it's it's obvious by now why we do not think that uh, the um, Gaia track is a very no. good option for Hatshalas because you are, in, in Gaia, if you start Gaia forming, you are giving up on that super good 
power cycle that you now have because you've been climbing up economy. So if you if you decided to go up economy, Gaia Forming is a no-go because we already said you're not like the super strong faction with all the tricks up, up their sleeves. And so you don't you don't give up one of the good things that you have, that is your power cycle. If you decided that you won't go up economy at all in this game, and then you're playing a navigation Gaia Forming Hachala game well i don't really know what you're thinking what? where you're going what what on earth are you what on earth are you doing <laughs> why? why 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 pick pick terrans pick guitars you know what why are you doing this to us don't do that even bascos are better uh, if you okay if you if you tried that if you played an a navigation gaia form and fira sorry at shala games and that worked spectacularly let us know because we sure have something to learn about yeah. that strategy. Bombas are better for that because your PI will give you two. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Bombas are better. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Yeah. You, you're going up in navigation anyway. You will open your PI, which is amazing. So just do it with Ambas. Don't do it without Shalas. Why? Yeah, do it. Do it with Ambas. Spoiler alert: We're not saying you should do it with Ambas. Don't. No, do it with Ambas. but uh, but but they're <laughs> still better. No. What? Okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. My this you is welcome. my. Uh, well, uh, that's correct. Uh, even but. Since we were talking about our PI, which is uh, Atshalas are quite an interesting faction because there's a yes. lot to say about them. Okay, no, in the end, I like RPI, and this is because mm -hmm. specifically it allows us for what I think is our signature move. We open yes. our yes, and okay. Here's one thing which is always valid for Atshalas: you have an important limitation, but also you have a, a quest, you have a task, you have to yes. get. A six credits federation. It's it's easy. It's easy. We're not asking. So not not a tall not a tall order. Uh, we're just <laughs> we're just asking you with the with the you know with the, with this thing. You need to get one of the federations token that give you six credits. It's, it's not that hard. Normally people go after other tokens before they they go. No, but it's they not go easy. That. As well, and especially if the six credit federation is on top of terraforming, federating yeah. is one of your priorities. You have yes. to get one, absolutely yes. get one. Uh, it, again, Adshalas tend to federate early, so that's an advantage for us. But once you have that uh, uh, federation tile and your PI, we finally have access to this Adshalas signature move, which is as the first action of every single round. You convert your credits into QICs and restore credits into three QICs and restore that federation immediately. Does getting back six credits? Does getting back six credits? So the balance is that it will cost you exactly six credits because you spend twelve in QICs and get uh -huh. six back. So uh -huh. you will spend the six credits, and you and it was four. Seven points. Seven points. This is the the best, the most efficient way to score in the game in general. Yeah. Nothing else is. Also, you can do this at the beginning and should do this at the beginning of every round. Yeah. To deny these points to other to players. To deny these points to other players. QIC actions are very easy for us to have access to as long as we have credits. Mm -hmm. And... All I, and I'm saying this to say that RPI allows for this. So it, it, it's good. After that, the idea would be to grab the seven credits power action. That That is heaven. So yeah. we immediately yeah. have yeah. Uh, more credits yeah. to grab even. And since we like uh, terraforming, that also synergizes very well with the two QAC actions. Uh, Adshalas live and breathe on QAC actions to score. This exactly. is 
very important exactly. for us. Exactly. AI allows for that. The terraforming track suits perfectly all this. And I'm saying all this just to say, in conclusion, that we do this in the face of Baltax. And this is yes. the reason yes. why. Yes. Oh my God. I was, in I your about, face. I Oh, but they are good at QAC actions. No, Had Shalas are good at QAC actions. Exactly, exactly. We on them. Yes, yes. So Had Shalas have But they very... lose time freezing Gaia Formis. We just take credits and convert them into powerful QAC actions. While they, oh, no, but my Gaia Formis are done. No, you can't. <laughs> there you yeah, go. well, your Gaia Formis are still, you know, locked down somewhere in a remote corner of the galaxies. Had Shalas are riding on a train made Man. of gold and encrusted with diamonds and rubies <laughs> and they are scoring federations uh you know uh, qac action in your face and then they're gonna lose the game of course but you baltax you're also <laughs> you're going down the gather with them you're going down the drain with them well i i don't know because if this is probably our uh main way of scoring if i shall start with the with the correct rhythm of qac actions the scoring can be really interesting. You, you, you win games out of that, actually. I think this is the way yeah. we win games. And also, never forget that also the 4QAC action is an option. And that can be often really important, both for advanced and not uh, technology tiles. But yeah, the best thing is to deny the Rescore Federation action to everybody, always, which will have them very mad at you at some point, but, but that's not a problem. And, uh, well, if you get at least one of those two actions, better two, each round, eh, that, that that starts to be hard to overcome for other players, you know? Yeah. All right. So, as you can, as you can hear, Matteo is very enthusiastic about this whole idea. Uh, <laughs> I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree uh, on the fact that Hatshalas are one of the factions that have a, one of the strongest you know, relationships with the common actions, both power actions and uh, QAC actions. Power actions because as soon as we open RPI, the seven credits action become very, very good for us, even better than the... So normally in a vacuum for, for a random faction, the two-hour action is better than the seven credits action. But when Atshala open, Atshala's open their PI, then the seven credit action becomes better because it for us it's worth exactly two hours plus a little candy, a little biscuit. Uh, exactly, we, we, we get the extra credit. But especially we have a super strong relationship with the QAC action. In the end, I think some very often you will have to decide, do I want to rescore my federation for seven points and spending six credits? Or depending on the number of planets that you have, maybe you want to spend eight credits to two, two QICs, which is a bit more, but maybe that's going to net you more points. And maybe you are going to deny a particularly planet-rich uh, opponent some extra points. That depends, all right? You, you, that, that, that's entirely situational. However, so we started this guide saying that Ashala, like are not super strong factions. And now it, it, it might seem like we're saying, oh, but this is super good. Ashala can do all the tricks with QACs. It is true. They can. They do. I think it's very difficult to get both QAC action every turn. Uh, this is for two reasons. The first one is that people will contest at least one of those, normally, at least, especially in round, coming round five and six. 
And so that's hugely dependent on turn order. So that's another very important thing for Atshala. They always like to play first or second in order to be get, to be able to get at least one of the of the two QAC actions. And the second reason why it's hard to get both of them is that because okay, you are rich, but you are rarely that rich. So that that's a total of uh, even if you get six back, that's still a total of fourteen credits. And then you're still supposed you know to do something with your round, maybe build, maybe expand. And the bottom line, my personal bottom line here is, and so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this beforehand. We're we're not to the uh, we're not at the end of this guide yet, but I'm gonna say this. Very often for Hatshalas, this is too little, too late. Uh, we are super good at this. So Matteo is right. This is our signature move. You should try to do that every game, every round, if possible. But at the end of the game, we're not gonna score great. Uh, from advanced tiles, we're not going to score great from end score objectives, and so in the end, guess what? We will end up between in the range of 160, 170. That is the ultimate doom of most, almost every Hatshala games. M- meaning that is it possible that uh, it's a weird game? Oh, no, it's no weird game. It's just one of those games where nobody scored like particular a particularly high score, and so you win. Well, 172. You win. Congratulations. Or, most likely, there is a better faction at the table that has scored more than 170, and you're second or you're third, and you lose. This is this is my final takeaway uh, with Atchalas, which I'm going to uh, the uh, you know not at the end of this episode. I don't know why, but the point is, uh, Atchalas are rather good at scoring. You know, they they they're rather systematic to score 150, 160, 170, but I rarely see. Hatshalas go bigger than that. And that I would say is their is their main limitation. Okay. I I, I can't say I, I I agree in general. Okay, they're not uh, explosive in scoring like other factions, but uh, personally I consistently think I score more than that. But uh, but still 170 is not that bad to be to be fair. <laughs> 170 is not that bad. If you can get there, and if uh, that really depends on you know the, how the rest of the table is faring. Sure. No, my point was more than absolute scoring, which is not a great uh, indicator. Again, is that okay? First thing first. Uh, these are the reasons uh, the QIC actions why I think we should bank uh, credits from one turn to another. So grab yeah. this and credit action. It's not as efficient as the 2K action, but here is yeah. uh, the um, uh, versatility point of uh, of my idea. Bank them, open your PI like by round three, four. Four is more likely, to be honest. And my point was, if we are going to win the game, we are going to win it through QIC actions. They are decisive, I think, for Atshalas. Yes. Of yes. course, that's not the only source you have to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But they are the reason why we bank credits, actually. We can do anything with our credits, but uh, if you spend 16 credits for one technology advancement, that really has to count. It has to be, yes. I think, yes. the top of a track or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, if you spend uh, six credits to score seven points, Again, there is uh, absolutely no more efficient way to score in the whole game. I agree. I agree. You're denying those uh, scores to other yeah, players. Sure. Sure. You're going to mm-hmm. win. That is the way. 
Um, it also synergizes very well with everything we said uh, up to now. We go up economy, so we have even more credits. And we, mm -hmm. are, we go up terraforming, so we like uh, planet types. Yes. And we get even more points from for the QIC action. Of course, joking aside, if uh, one of the two oranges are in play, like Geodense, especially like the QQAC action for the power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Bax, uh, again, joking aside, will steal you at least one of the two actions uh, here and there, even if, if they have their important limitation, which are no joke, actually. But uh, that's well, there is, there is to say, there is to say, Baltax probably, well, depends what, what game Baltax are playing, but it's not necessarily the case that Baltax want to invest two QACs in the in the one point per planet type. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I was thinking more of the Rescore Federation, you know, and especially if they are going up the QAC, yeah. like, which can be something. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. But that happen. Xenos, yeah, that's more dangerous, Baltax. Xenos will steal it for you. Yeah. Uh, again, at least. So uh, we generally talk about the four-player game. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of them, which can be stolen from you. And yeah. that's also yeah. why Adshalas do not perform exception. Nevlas are very good at them because... yeah. There. Nebulas, Taclons. Uh, again, good thing is that Ivits are not there. So at least we can take comfort in that. They are not. We are the best. I think, I, I honestly think Adshalas are the best at the QAC actions. I oh, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. What I think is that very often that is not enough to win your game. Mm, and then um, that can be the problem. Yes. Yeah, I think that otherwise, otherwise, we would just see more Hatshalas wins, and we don't. Sure. Uh, no, I think, that, but I think that this needed to be stressed because uh, people often overlook that, uh, and I think they are they are underestimated their potential. Anyways, I think we still haven't addressed the very important topic of uh, round scoring bonuses. Is it important? Sometimes it's very important. Is it? Is it though? Is it? I don't know. So what? What do we? What do we like to 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 see? With Hatshalas as, as round scoring bonuses. What round? Uh, which order? Well, maybe, uh, I don't know, like science at the beginning, like very round one. I, um, I mean, yes, why not? I guess we can. Yeah, it's either round one, I think both, you know, large buildings and. Um, and tech bumps are both good because that means we will score if we open with an academy, which is not a given. But if we do, it means that we get uh, five, six points depending on, on on the scoring condition. And that can be good, obviously. If we decide to go for the Hatshala Mines pre-opening, uh, then maybe we also like uh, Mines. Round one, round one, round two, depending when we do with the actual minus pre. Okay, but the thing is, I don't think I'd shallas when I see mines round one. Mm -hmm. also, I, I, this time I really like that academy opening, you know. And I know that I'm pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing it very hard. I also was quite uh, had had a strong opinion on the not not Gaia forming. I know that, but the thing is that. Without Shalas, I like the build-up approach so much. I really can't help myself. Yeah, no, me too. Um, yeah, me too. Personally, my personal play style, I prefer that. But um, I'm just saying that um, the other the other Hatshala games is a possibility. Sure. And well, as long as you can open, you know, like three mines the same round, it's six points. So round one, round two, that's pretty good. 
Yes, indeed. So the map has to be in our favor, which uh, yes is basically what we said. But sure, that's mm-hmm. a possibility. And in general, I would say that here we are very vanilla as well, meaning that exactly aside from the usual, uh, we don't like Gaia planets on the mm-hmm. the late game because that's basically good. For Gaia forming fashions, and again, maybe, maybe I'm going to contradict myself and say that in that very specific case, we could consider some lightweight Gaia for no, no, I don't think we should. Mm, no, honestly, no, 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 that, no, that's, I, no. That, that, that's just a no with Hachala. I see, I really see no reason for, for going the Gaia forming no, way. I, I won't contradict myself. And, and if, if the if the if the round scoring conditions are Gaia Gaia heavy for for the late phases of the of the game that just don't play at Charles or, or be yes. sure that you can get your points for somewhere else exactly well, like, uh, like, oh, I would say just that to my sorry just end my my sentence uh, it's usual we don't like g- g- late Gaia Gaia bonus but aside from that I think we'll never see something which really tells us play at Charles according no. to scoring. no I agree yeah. I agree. It's not like you know other other episodes that we had and we had the guides in which we commented in which like Mm-mm. for instance how gleans how they heavily um uh um lean on the rely on the on the um, round scoring bonuses. Um best codes are another uh faction that can do that. There are some factions that have some specific tie with a specific round scoring condition. Uh, Hatshalas are not one of this of, the, of those factions. Um, I, I I can't really think of one you know round scoring objective that they're really really happy with. Um, they I don't think for the reasons that we already explained they have they do not have the super strong synergy with the trading stations that one might think. So okay, I guess you can make a case if you have opened your PI say round. Four and then round five, you get uh, trading stations. So four points for for each trading station. Then I mean, it's better for you than it is for other factions because other faction, if they want to open a lot of trading station, they have to close down some of their mines, which means less ore entering round six. For you, it really makes no difference. So yes, you can score good from that and still be very competitive in in round six. Okay, yeah, that's that's maybe you know the strongest argument that I can make for. Okay, Hatshalas have a very uh, strong bond with this uh, round scoring condition. Yes, let's say that uh, once you open your PI, you can close your mines in order to upgrade them to trading stations yes. quite carelessly because that's basically mm-hmm. for you. The problem is that. As we said before, you really don't have any special synergy with that because trade stations are not really good structures on their own. And so you will spend uh, uh, lots of resources and you won't get many in return the following round. But but yeah, that's uh, uh, like, say, mid-late game trading stations is okay. Mm -hmm. It's better for Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's good for for points. Of course, in in the early game, it's really bad. Opening trading stations... Say instead of mines, bad idea. But <laughs> round five, if you if you have to open a lot of train stations for scoring, then uh, at least you're not losing 
anything, you know? It's not like you will lose the ore that you would have gotten round six. You will still get that in the form of three credits, four credits, five credits. We also are one of the of those factions which uh, quite like uh, late game uh, terraforming bonus, but we are not uh, yes. as good at, as that as maybe Nablos or Taclons or those, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. factions yeah. which are actually good at uh, having a very project. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. But also, also. <laughs> you know, that's, um, that's true, true because they're just yeah, I, I mean, like those are just be- better factions than Shalas. I will just I'll say that. They're yeah, just... uh, I mean, we are one of the rich factions of the game, or we can be. And so, yes, when it comes to heavy terraforming in the in the late rounds, that always mean can mean a lot of points, but also means a lot of resources. So being rich helps with that. So why not? But it, as you said, I, do, I wouldn't say that we have a, like a super strong connection with that round scoring condition. Not as strong as Tarknos and Nebulas and. It, it could be if we if we took like the three three or button on top of the economy truck like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or very early. Yes. That, that of course helps, but that's situational. You, you will recognize that when it comes when it shows itself. That that's good, but um, in, in general, I think that the point is that. Uh, the order of the round scoring bonuses is not vital for Abshalas. That can be yes. an important source of additional points, but that's mm-hmm. what uh, makes you think, okay, I will play Hatch. Uh, be careful if there are late game Gaia Planet um, bonuses, however, because uh, Abshalas are a viable pick if uh, you happen to face like three for some reason, heavy Gaia forming factions, and then you are like the only one uh, digging, terraforming. Yeah, and sure. And so you, you are also in a sort of um, an inverted situation, an inver- sorry, inverted ideal situation for Terrans. You are like the, yeah, sure. the opposite one. Yeah, the, you- more, the more Gaia forming factions in the game, the happier you are, because basically you're not good at this game. And so yes. you don't like competitions. <laughs> Maybe an interesting source of points can be the can come from round boosters. What do you think? That's... Round boosters. Well, at Shalas, of course, they do love the good old four points per large building plus charge four. That's a very good round booster for Hat Shalas round one. Also, because this we can say they have a special connection with that round booster because at Shalas, if they charge four round one, mm. that means that they get three power tokens in in the third ball of the power cycle which means that they can they just have to burn one and they will get access to one of the four power power actions so to ores or seven credits or to well not so common but to two knowledge points that's because at Shalas start at the first step of economy track so they have one extra charge at the beginning of the game other factions they do not so even if they get the um, large buildings round booster then they they only get two tokens in the third bowl and then when well, i mean you can still burn two and to take one of the power actions that work for power tokens but who does that that's really that's really hardcore gaia i'd say <laughs> Uh, I mean, you, you you really need to have a good plan to, on, on how to get those tokens back. Of course, this is um, without mentioning the, the, the Ivets, of course, but 
well, at least you won't get competition from the Ibits as correct as a, know, playing has a chalice, as we said. That blizzard is especially good round one for Alsha, I think, because it naturally leads into like burning one, as you were said, as you uh-huh. were saying, um, as your first action, grabbing the two or mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and so that in turn leads to the opening of your academy, which will give exactly. you the four, the four points from the booster. Exactly. Uh, exactly. That's uh, exactly. probably the best one for Rajshala's round one. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you want, like, yeah. If you want to open academy, definitely. Yeah. I also like the one ore and one knowledge for some reason with them, probably because um, because um, because if you open your academy, then you will enter round two with uh, already four knowledge points, and also it gives you an ore, which is always good. It helps. Uh, that's why you like. That. Horse, horse, <laughs> like horse. And you, uh, of course, yeah, and that's true because we already start with more credits than the other factions. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if anything, we need more ore around one than yeah, true. And, and that's one, one one of the reasons why we we really, I mean, we have a weird relationship with the four credits uh, round yeah. boosters give you points for Gaia planets because. Normally, we don't take that many Gaia planets, so we won't score out of that. Maybe one or two points, but no more than that. In the beginning of the game, we definitely do not need that because we already have plenty of credits, and normally we have we are richer credit-wise than other factions. So it only maybe can become useful in the late game when you have your PI open because that four credits you can convert it into other stuff. So it's a bit better than getting one ore, getting four credits, but at the end of the day, I think that that booster does much more for your opponents than it than it does for you. And so Hachalas are better off in games in which that booster um, does not show up. Also, I recommend to do your math when you're, to- when you're thinking about credits with Hachalas. Because, okay, that's four credits. We are very versatile with them once we open our mm-hmm. PR. But what what exactly are four credits? Uh, it's just one or and one extra one credit. credit. I mean, the, yeah. the QIC and two credits booster is... Already way better than that. Who cares yes, about yes. four credits? It's really yeah. not a good booster, especially because other factions will get a lot of points from that booster. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's bad. That's that's just bad. That's not good. Um, I, this, that, the QAC and two credits and also the step booster, I think, are two good boosters for Raj. Why not? Oh yeah, especially yeah, especially if you want to to go for that. If you're if you're if you're talking. Round one, if you go, if you want to go for that um, minus pre, we'll be talking about. Uh, then definitely, um, maybe you can terraform one blue or or orange planet, and then you you know you go at navigation two, and then you start jumping from planet to planet, or you use the QAC for a Gaia planet, or to 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 get to a faraway uh, red one. Well, yeah, correct. of course, those are are really good. Uh, I think yeah, most factions like those boosters. <laughs> Okay, but uh, the step booster round one is not always good. It, of course, it, the neither of those synergizes with the academy opening, but that's no, 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 not mandatory. That's that's not a problem. Uh, speaking about the mines, I don't think that we like the pon- sorry the bonus points for mines in play. Why is that, Matteo? Uh, no, I. It's a bit of the same reasoning for the bonus for Gaia planets, you know, because mm-hmm. of course we can we can score from that. But I still think of Alshalas. Maybe that's just a limitation of mine, as a, more of a build up faction than a build out. Mm-hmm. And if there's a Lanted 
player or a Gleans or Ambas, they will score more from the booster than we will do, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, ag agreed, especially in the early game, but probably even Hatshalas then have at least one round in a game in which they go you know, crazy with their minds because they need to open them, they need to take planets. But yes, of course, that's a point of being, you know, a vanilla faction with no specialty, is that we can score some points out of everything, but we're not super good at, you know, exploiting every, you know, last drop of point juice that we can squeeze out of, you know, round scoring bonuses or round boosters or whatnot. Yeah, in general, again, here we have uh, some sort of the same reasoning that with respect to the round bonus ones, you know, because again, uh, one ore and two extra power tokens. Okay, that's fine, especially once you open your PI because you will charge eight. And so we um, could end in a situation where we have a very good following round, but that happens during the mid-late game. And so maybe mm -hmm. we would like more scoring boosters than economy wants. I don't know. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's not bad either. Uh, two points per three stations. Okay, it's not terrible for us. But again, trading stations are not the best. I don't know. I three point, okay, maybe one knowledge and three points per lab really isn't our main scoring booster. But again, we can score something out of that. Why not? Yeah, especially if you, if you went for opening in which you only opened the research lab, then maybe you're able to, uh, to open a second one, round two, round three, and then score six points out of that. It's not impossible. No, but, but Beskuts and Nevlas are going to score way more from that. Yes, yes, of course. Well, pre pretty much everyone is going, is going to score pretty much more than us out of pretty much everything. So uh, I guess I get Hashalas just have to live with that. And it, so the only the only you know the only place where we really shine, the only field we really shine is the is the QAC actions. We already we already said that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately the thing with we're really good at is probably the most contended uh, aspect of this game. So for QAC action, especially round five, round six, is is the thing that gets the, that gets the most competition for. And so, yes, we're super good, but uh, no, sometimes that is not enough. So okay. if we are transitioning into, you know, uh, the end of this episode in which we, we give our final thoughts on the faction. So if I have to give a final takeaway about Hatshalas, this is it for me. You are super duper good at rescoring your 7.6 Credits Federation tokens. There are, I've played a lot of plenty of games with Hachalas where I rescored that, say, in round four, round five, round six, and then I lost because <laughs> that was not enough. No, but, I, but you just ruined that. Was, that was a good tale. Why did you ruin that? Because, uh, because that is not enough because I ended up, you know, scoring in the range of 160, 170. And, and oftentimes that is not enough for winning a, a game of a four-player game of Gaia Project in a very competitive environment. In general, I think, so this is, I do not have any statistics here. I'm sure that uh, Arun could provide us with some. So this is just my general feel about Hatshalas, is that they're a faction that I very rarely see scoring some amazing scores. And when I, when I say amazing, I mean in the range of 190. 
Mm. I've I've played I played and, and seen play several Gleans games where I, I saw some crazy Glean scoring. I saw crazy Lantid scoring. I see crazy Bescot scoring. And these are all factions that are normally um, thought of as not particularly good. But when they get the right setup, when they get the perfect storm, the storm is really perfect. Then they go out, they, you know, they explode and they score 190, 200 points. I very, very, very rarely see Hatshala do that. Uh, you know, in the end, I have to agree, unfortunately. It, even though I can think of some of the shallows where I scored very well, but the point is that uh, they have a higher floor, but also lower ceiling in general, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, yeah. always true, of course, and it doesn't mean that you are losing. But, uh, you know, I desperately would like to talk to a real Hadshalas expert. Because they well, are... Hardcore Hadshala player. Yes, a very passionate player because a lot of people play them, but I am yet to see a true Hadshalas uh, hero, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. invents uh, weird stuff. Anyway, what do you think about closing this with a Q&A session? Will it be fine? Yes, yes. Let's I go hope that, the, the, that, you won't, that you didn't notice this, but there was a, a hiatus of a few days between uh, the last session and this one. Yeah, because of the magic of time. So you, I'm not sure if you're aware how time works, dear listeners. But I but was like, aware to ask people on the Discord if they yes. had uh, questions they wanted uh, answers. Because you're listening to this in the future. We are in the past, but we are in the future with respect to some people that were in the past before they we, before we were in the future, and they asked questions in the past, and we are answering these questions now, which is their future, but your past, our present. Thank you, Rick. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so Babuka asks first, what's the best side dish for roasted hadshalas? I don't know. I'm a vegetarian. What do you think? Um, potatoes. It's just... Potatoes? Sorry. That's, it's that's yeah, it's, it's uh, predictable, but also it always works. You know, potatoes. That's what Fadib says. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, he replies, he Babuka replies, you can't go wrong with potatoes. So that's fine. <laughs> we, we're, we're all on the same boat here. We're all great. We already have a popular opinion. So, let's go on. Uh, Galat Blackfist, uh, you probably have answered that already. Uh, but my biggest question is when to go Hadshalas or Ivitz, since Ivitz can climb any track and can form federations early. Even a good advanced style on the top of Eco doesn't necessarily mean Hadshalas over Ivitz. I think we can pass to the next question. What do you think? No, <laughs> <laughs> no this is the elephant in the room. Uh, <sighs> well, I, I saw I saw Babuk writing that Hatshalas uh, even have uh, you know tech tempo advantage over Ivitz. That is undeniably true mm-hmm. uh, because they start you know economy one, so they will if they want to they can get to the top of the economy track before. Ivitz do so. So, of course, they cannot be together in the same game. But imagine that you play the same game with Ivitz and then you play that game again with Achalas. So Achalas will be faster in getting in getting there, no doubt about that. But always remember that Ivitz have the uh, intrinsic mm, advantage that they will always form a federation before you, before you do. If they really want to, I mean, with Ivitz is very easy. So you always 
you always make a federation round two. You you don't have to do anything specific. You just just yeah, you play at you play Ivitz and congratulations, you form a federation round two. If you're willing to sacrifice something, you can often do that round one. That normally implies sacrificing one of your QAC, but maybe not necessarily. No, necessarily. sometimes you, you have to do that, but you can federate round one if you really want. So that that's that's a problem. Sometimes you get to the top of the of a track before Ivitz two. But then Ivids get there and they already have a federation and you don't. So no, you, just you that. said that perfectly, you know, uh, man. I, I, after all these years, I think that Ivids are, are broken and need fixing, you know. Yes, yes. It's the only. It's the only. Well, we will talk about this when we get to the to the Ivids guide. Mm-hmm. But yes, there is. There are some specific, you know, combinations okay. of circumstances in the game that make Ivids that make Ivids broken, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I won't say that. Okay, then Antrian, this is quite an easy one, I think, asks how to decide between a coin federation and an ore federation. Just pick the coins one, I think. Well, there was somebody who was, uh, you know, uh, um, arguing that uh, you could take the two ores federations in order to deny it to your opponents, because, of course, your opponents, they want the ore more than they want the credits like everybody playing Gaia Project ex- except maybe at Shalas. But that really depends what you're planning to do. That really depends on I mean if you if you have not opened your PI and you're not planning on doing so then yes of course go or if you need the or I mean but if you're pl- if you're planning on playing hard on rescoring your federation then the credit one is intrinsically better I'd say. You know what? I'm afraid of uh, not getting my credits federation with Achalas. That's the problem. That would be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a problem. I think that's a problem with Achalas. In fact, one thing you should look for, and this comes to my mind right now, is which federation sits on top of the terraforming track. Yeah, if, yeah. If the six credit one is there. Uh, think very well before before picking Achalas, or at least federate very quickly, because if you don't get one, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we covered that. Double. You'll be in trouble because you yeah, don't sure. have many ways to score without Shalas. And if you start... Mm-hmm. As we as we repeatedly remarked. Again, uh, correct. And if you, if you start to deny yourself one of those, that can be a serious problem, I think. Anyway, my... But anyway, that, that opinion, is circumstantial and... Uh, yes, but my opinion still remains, if you don't have one, just pick the credits one and then go... Yeah. I know that not everybody will agree. You, you yeah, will it's it's... I mean, it's just one that you need. Okay, so so let's be specific about this. So the first one, uh, probably, I will most of the time suggest that you pick the credit one for your first federation. Okay, so we agree. Then, then of course, then of course, go for the or ones if you, if there if there are any left, and and deny those to your opponents because they don't make the same, you know, they don't extract the same value out of credits federation than than ors one. So yeah. Okay, as the last question, we have a new entry. Free Pebble. Hi, Free Pebble. Hachalas is my favorite faction, so I'm looking forward to this one. Well, I hope uh, this was good up to now. I'm I'm not not sure he's particularly satisfied with this guy now. but... But My tables usually let me get away with round four to six, three QSC action, so I'm super curious to see what the ideas are when you get denied the easy points you lose. (laughs) <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, well, well, I, I just I just finished saying that the, the whoa the game is hard even when you are not denied the easy points. So sorry, that's man. really going. Yeah, that's really going bad for you. But but yeah, I mean, I I again, um, I've said this already. But the point is, when I win with a shala, most of the times it's not because I scored some amazing score. It's just because I scored in the 160, 170 realm. And everybody else had an average game, and we all ended up around there. And I won by like five points. But I really, but it's really rare that I play at Shala, and you know, I, ha- I have a 20, 25 points lead on all the other on all the other factions at the table. That's because you don't really have a tip of the spear, you know. Uh, I mean, with Lantids, you have like the magic tile, which is the three points per mine tile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, other factions, you have, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. But you don't have any without Shalas. You no, the Gleans have their explosive points and the you know sure. opening points. The Beskots have the Beskots have many. The Beskots can have the Federation five points per Federation round in which they can score uh, they can also very score big. Score hard with Labs, but mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, we just don't. Adshalas tend to win very balanced games, and I think yeah, that they share exactly. this. They share this with with Xenos. Yes. In fact, they are the two most vanilla factions, I think, in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah, before we, we wrap this up, I wanted to get to that specific point. That is, Ashalas versus Xenos. So, uh, at the beginning of this episode, I said that we had a, a you know faction tier list at the beginning of this show, and I pretty much stand by that until today. I think the most confused part of that tier list was exactly the, the tier in which we put both Hachalas and Xenos and a couple of other factions and Geodans maybe mm-hmm. um, because it's really hard to rank these factions but my point is if I, I, I'd rather so the rationale that informed that list at least for me I don't know how you feel about this Matteo but was that if a faction is very very good at something and I know that I can score a lot of points at le- there is at least one, you know, setup in this game that I look at and I say, oh, this setup is good, is super good for faction X, and I'm sure that they can score a lot of points here. I still rank that faction higher than a faction like Hatshalas. They do not have, the ne- they never have the perfect setup because they're a little bit good at everything, but not super good at anything. And so for me, I'm sorry, but when we said that Nevlas, Beskots, and Gleans, and and I even I would say now Geodens. So I can see the perfect setups for these factions and, and enter a game knowing that I will probably score very, very good. And so this is why, for me, the, those factions are better than Atchalas. For me, those factions are Tier 3 and Atchalas are desperately Tier 4. Along with, Z- with Xenos, which I really don't know which one of the two are the most, um, I know, vanilla to me. Probably Atchalas, though. Probably Atchalas, yes. That was a great wrap-up. Thank you. I won't add much, except that the uh, point is that when it comes to your turn to pick, you will almost always know that picking Iris is just better. Yeah. But we also love Adshalas. Among yes, because person. they're chickens. And so, in the end, I say, why not? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Play fun, play at Shalas. You know, go there, win, prove us wrong, win with the chickens, chickens with, uh, you know, jewelry, win with jewelry. That's okay. that's my final takeaway, yes. Perfect. In the worst, worst case scenario, you will end up very rich. 
which is exactly right leaving i think exactly. exactly thank you all for listening hope you had fun listening to us hope you find this useful and well chicken episode of pyagrojekt yes ciao bye